What up, y'all? It's your boy BTG, Oprah One. Once again, let's lace up them kicks. Special episode. This is January 1st. I just finished watching both of the bowl games. Yes, my boy Mayfield. He went to bed. You know, I had a I had a little back and just a little small back and forth. It was light. Well, Lakes W kicks because we got some basketball to talk about. I got a new book. We definitely got some football to talk about. National Championship is set. Okay. Um, of course, you know, we're going to talk about my goddamn Lakers. We just lost to Minnesota tonight. They whooped our ass. Um, I ain't going to say as expected, but, you know, we haven't gotten too many, not too many ass whoopings. We've been losing a lot of games, a lot of close games. Like, you know, we overtime with, with some of the top teams, but we'll get to that as well. But once again, it's your boy BTG, open run with me. We're about to run some games real quick. So let's talk about today. Today is January 1st, 2018. Happy New Year, everybody. We made it. The sports world has made it. This is probably one of the most exciting parts of the year besides March and then, you know, after that, you know, after the NCAA tournament, then we looking forward to the NBA playoffs. So that's important. Then after that, it's a, it's, it's a bit of a dry spell, but not this year, because this year might be the biggest, might be the biggest offseason in the NBA in a while. And the NFL, you might not want to sleep on because a lot of coaches got fired, including the Raiders. Just let go Jack Jack Del Rio. And the reason why I'm excited about that is because I was telling JL and CL that I kind of like this deal. Okay, so we was on Twitter. I know everybody knows about the Twitter thread. Let's talk about a little football real quick. So the rumor that was out there was that the Raiders was interested in bringing Chucky back. If y'all don't know who Chucky is, that's Coach Gruden, John Gruden. Now, he was our coach before. He left, went to Tampa Bay. They had our playbook, beat us in a Super Bowl, blah, 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 blah. You know the story. So, you know, for years, he's always been, you know, in the rumors of coming back coming back to coach, whether it's for Tampa Bay again, for the Raiders, any, you know, any team that, I mean, all teams probably was contacting him. You know, he was up in the booth. He has a quarterback camp. You know, the whole nine. Like, he's a real good coach. His resume is nice. It's not as deep as everybody else, you know, but he's a pretty good coach. He does have a Super Bowl under his belt. Now, uh, the rumor was that we were offering him $10 million a year, and he will have some ownership to the franchise. Now, JL, well, CL said he doesn't know if that's a good move or not. I say it's a good move because, this. see, this is the thing. When you have a coach like him, I don't know, and, and again, not everybody deserves this type of treatment. You, I, to me, you have to be a certain type of coach and or player to get this type of love. You know what I mean? So if, they, if the Lakers offer Magic that, you know, part ownership of the Lakers and you you the GM position or the coaching position or something like that to where you have a voice inside the organization. 
I can say, yeah, I, I can believe that because there are certain players and certain coaches that I know have that drive to win or to make the franchise better. So when I see when I think of Coach Gruden, yeah, that's an X's and O's guy, and I and I can roll with that. Now, if we would have said, you know, uh, I want to bring back a former player by the name of it, it, let's just say Tim Brown. I love Tim Brown. He, you know, he's a Raider Hall of Fame player, all time great. But if you say, yeah, well, we're thinking, we're thinking about bringing out, don't get me wrong, he would be considered a black coach under the Rooney rule. I would like that. But you're not about to sit up here and tell me you're going to pay Tim Brown $10 million a year and offer him some ownership. Um, you know, I, I don't, I, no, 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 no. I'm not going for that. But we're talking about John Gruden. I can, I can roll with that because I feel like I trust that he will get the Raiders in the right direction. Now, Jack Del Rio, some say it wasn't a fair, you know, they didn't play him a fair hand. But, you know, coming off a of 12-4 season, Carr got hurt. That's not his fault. Although, I mean, well, you can point the finger a little bit because he may have, I don't think he had to be in the game at that time. I'm not sure. I got to go back and look at the tape. But, you know, it wasn't his fault that Carr got hurt. You know what I'm saying? We ended up playing uh, the Texans in the wild card. That didn't come out too good. Um, the following season, we all thought it was going to be an upgrade. Why? Well, we had our saving receiving core with a young cat coming up. And we also had Lynch coming. Now, Lynch has been off for a while. But beast mode is beast mode. You know what I'm saying? He still ran for over, I think he got over 800 yards this season. And beast mode is beast mode. You're going to take that. I think he's a, he's pretty much a he's pretty much an upgrade from any any running back that we had. Same offensive line, you know. And our, our defense look. Our defense hasn't been. It hasn't. It hasn't been. We haven't had a defense since the you know Super Bowl year. Uh, or when we was dominating back in the uh, what was that the early two thousands? You know what I'm saying? We had a solid defense. We didn't have a stellar defense like Baltimore, and you know the Niners at one point had a had a stellar defense. No, 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 no. We never had that, but we did have solid pieces and things like that. And we was kind of like we wasn't. We, it wasn't like we were shutting cats out, but it wasn't as ridiculous as as it is now. So. But that falls on Jack because you gotta go find you gotta go find the right players. That's on the GM too. So you gotta go find the right players. Not only that, you gotta have that coach that brings his coaches with him. Pretty much let's you gotta you gotta put in the scheme. Our defense has been shit. So we won six games this year and didn't make the playoffs. We had a chance to we had a chance to take over first place a couple of weeks ago. We didn't do it. You know? <clears throat> Sorry about that. Kansas City Kansas City took first place and uh, pretty much got into the playoffs. That was the only way any AFC West team was going to get into the playoffs if they won the division. Um, and it didn't happen. We had a chance to, though. At one point, I think we were all 6-6, we six and six, I think. And we had a chance to, and it didn't happen. So, 
you know, they fired Jack Del Rio. I kind of felt sad, you know, and he even cried. And I feel his pain because he said that's his childhood team. And you know what? Oh, man, you know, to me, if I was if I was able to be in a position where I had to make decisions for the Raiders or the Lakers or UCLA, I'm going to give my all. I really am. And I feel like he probably was he probably was doing the best that he could. It's just that I think I, I think Mark Davis is just he's at the point where I mean, you know, in in in, in a few they're gonna be going to Vegas and he wanna be up there. He definitely wanna get those Vegas people uh, um you know, something to cheer about. And we already know that majority of their fans is not it's probably won't be from Vegas. It's gonna be three hours away. And it's going to be all L.A. fans, as usual. You know, Oakland had a huge fan base. But everybody know the original fan base is in Los Angeles, you know. Um, so, like I said, the rumor was there was, you know, there's, there, they, wasn't, they, they wasn't going to let go Jack unless they knew they can get Chucky. And they let Jack go. So, But there hasn't been any confirmation on Gruden coming to Oakland yet, so... That's gonna be that's gonna be interesting in the off season, very interesting in the off season. Um, yeah, so but keeping it with football, let's go to college, Oklahoma, <laughs> Oklahoma and Georgia, probably one of the best Rose Bowl games of all time. Uh, they put up big numbers, big numbers. I know, I know the over. I I gotta check the over, but I know they must have smashed that over. I had Oklahoma winning. I actually, both of the teams that I had in the national championship failed me today because I thought we were going to look at a Clemson and Oklahoma matchup. Mayfield, I'm putting it on Mayfield, even though, quote, unquote, yo, you got to put it on the coast because they took the ball out of his hands in OT. Look, Mayfield had his Mamba moment twice in clutch situations, and he fumbled the rock. Not literally, but he just didn't get the job done. Before overtime was approaching and regulation, I think it was like 20, I want to say about 29 seconds left. He had a chance on third and five to run the ball for the first down. Everybody knows in college football, when you pick up a first in college football, the clock stops until everybody is set. So let's just say that scramble would have probably took off maybe maybe four to five seconds. So now you're looking at 25, 24 seconds, you know. And um, he decided to throw, throw it up the sideline. I don't even think it was catchable. Um, and that brought up fourth. They did kick, um, wait, wait, did they kick a, uh, yeah, they kicked a clutch, uh, field goal and then Georgia just took a knee and they went into overtime. And I think, I can't remember the overtime play, but I think, yeah, I think it was a, it was a play where he could have made, where he could have picked up the first and, um, it just didn't happen, man. Now I know they took the I know they took the rock out of his hands and they started to run the ball a little bit too conservative. Georgia was sniffing that shit out. They were stopping that option. There wasn't enough space between him and the back. They snuffed that shit out. And Georgia just eventually oh, and they blocked the key field goal. 
They they blocked the field goals, you know, for them to go up by three. All Georgia had to do was just run the ball until the fourth down and then kick a field goal. But you know, Clemson. I mean, uh, Oklahoma rolled over and you know, Georgia ran into the end zone. So Georgia's in the national championship. Now we go to the prime time game, which is Clemson and Alabama. And I've been talking all year. Clemson's going to go back with a true freshman. And Bama ain't really got nothing on them. But if you know Nick Saban like everybody knows Nick Saban, that nigga hates losing. And I know he hates losing to Dabo Sweeney. Because Dabo Sweeney used to be a, uh, he used to be a, 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 a Alabama robe tie. You know, that was his, that's his former school. That's who he used to play for. Now that you beat Bama, you know what I mean? It's, you beat Saban, homie. Saban is coming after you. And so, basically, Bama whooped their ass, man. They did. I watched the first half of the game. I ain't even bothered by watching the second half, you know. I didn't. I didn't. When you end the game with, we end the game with two field goals, I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. So, I hate Bama, man. I really, really hate Bama. I could talk. I could talk to you. I can explain why, but no, this ain't the. This not today's show is not. No, I'm not about to go through that. But the stage is set. We got Bama versus Georgia, and it should be a good one, man. It should be a good one. Uh, Georgia defense is solid, but shit, we seen that Bama defense, so we gonna see. We gonna see. Um. Yeah, national championship next Monday. We'll see what it is. Now, let's get to some basketball. Uh, what was that? About a week ago, our Bruins beat Kentucky. I just wanted to throw that out there. You know, when you only have eight players <laughs> and they beat Kentucky, Kentucky's on a down year, bro. But let's talk about these Lakers, man. Lakers have been losing a lot of close games. They called a meeting the other day. I'm not sure if that meeting did anything. Lonzo has been out the last couple of games with a uh, shoulder injury. You know, I wouldn't say it's frustrating because this is one of those years where we just so we we we're supposed to just showcase the talent. But once we start seeing like, yo, these cats is really playing and they can play and they can't compete with these playoff teams. Once we start seeing them compete with the playoff team, that's when I thought, yo, you might as well just go ahead and win these games, bro, and stop playing around. But, you know, it didn't, um, I think we lost like the last 11 out of 12 games or, you know, 12 out of 13 games or something like that. And they're all close. I mean, we, we went, we, we went toe to toe with Houston, you know, and that didn't work out. Um, we can't close. We can't close, but I think that's where um, the offseason, we're going to address that. There's a lot of pieces on this Laker team, and trust me, as hard as I am, like, I critique them a lot because I, look, man, I come from an era where we got we got a lot of titles, and the players that was on our team, they fought hard for those titles. I'm used to a certain style of play. So, yes, I know we got some young pups on the team, but that's no excuse, man. I'm tired of 2016. I want to say 2015, 16, and 17 was just 
the years of sensitivity and excuses and bullshit. Like, to me, this is the thing. I don't really care for the one and done rule. I think it's stupid. I think you should let kids come out in high school. But I also I also know that the reason why the NBA is so watered down is because we have undeveloped talent. But that's on that's on a franchise, that's on the GM if they want to pick these goddamn kids up early. You know what I'm saying? If they want to risk those picks on these young pups, then that's on them. But I still feel like they should have the opportunity to get in, right? This is the thing, man. With the Lakers, my expectations isn't that high. Not this year. We already know it. But when you show me flashes of you beating some of these teams, it's like, stop playing around. Let's close it out. But we just simply don't have the talent for that. We have the talent to compete. We just don't have the talent to close out these competitors. We don't. We don't. Kuz, by far, is probably the still of the draft. You know, you got a wingman that can shoot that three ball, and he's not afraid to go to the paint. He might have to work on a little bit more with the ISO. But other than that, you found a gym, you know. Hart, that's my guy. I've been preaching his name since he was still in college. For us to end up with him, that was nice. You know what I'm saying? Larry Nance is one of those athletic freaks. I like him. Randall, my beef with Randall was always don't be a point guard. Just don't be a point guard. Pay attention when you passing the ball. Other than that, that nigga hustles. He plays hard, you know. All these cats can score, they just can't score consistently. KCP, this is the only thing I know that that, that that hoops at the Staples Center and got to go right back to jail and cannot leave the state when we play in the away games. But when he gets hot, he gets hot, he, he be on one. He takes too many important shots. Don't get me wrong. Understand where I'm coming from if you don't know what I'm talking about. We love the whole Kobe mentality. We love when niggas want to put their team on their back and go for the juggler and win one. But when you have other players, like when you have Ingram, you know, that's been killing, has upgraded his game, and if he has been killing in that game, I feel like he should get that shot. I feel like those last second shots in regulation are in overtime. I feel like that goes supposed to go to Ingram. You know what I'm saying? KCP didn't have three or four game attempt winner. I mean, game winner attempts, and that didn't work out. Where I'm like, yo, now it's like I don't need you shooting those no more. Get those to Ingram, or I even let Lonzo. You know what I'm saying? Because he needs to get up in there too. But that's where we're at right now. I mean, we're doing bad. Like I said, we lost eleven out of twelve, and probably majority of those were close games. So I like it, and I know I know I know this year is we're just displaying the talent to to appeal the free agents that's coming up. But God damn it, I want to win too. You know, looking at the draft, there is some nice cats coming out, but I want to keep adding these young niggas on. I don't want to got no, I don't want no goddamn AAU team. No, I don't. I want a playoff contender, championship contender team, and I want it now. And it is possible. It is possible, man. Look at the Rams. Look at the Rams. They didn't turn that shit. They, yo, they had pieces. Every team has pieces. 
or whatever. It don't take a gang of pieces to make up a team. Sometimes it's the coach. Sometimes it's the strategy. And, come, you know, along with the coach comes with that passion and that drive that that coach comes with. And look at you in the playoffs. You're looking at one. You look at one of the best teams in the in a, in, a, in the NFC. So I'm not looking for lightning in a bottle that fast. But uh, like, God damn, you know what I'm saying? Now we got money to spend, so we're gonna see what it is. Like I said, it's another one of those off seasons that's gonna be bananas. Now, also I want to mention All Star Weekend is coming up. It will be in LA. We also have the Elite Eight out here. Me and the fellas was. Trying to decide which one we're going to do. I said, let's do All-Star Weekend because, you know, Elite Eight will always be here. The All-Star Game won't always be in L.A. Um, we just fig- we got to figure out which one we're going to go to. Last year, dunk contest was terrible. Um, I, I guess we can watch Cat Shoot. You know, the Celebrity Game will be that Friday. We're not really big on the, on the All-Star Game because that shit, the game is damn near worse than the, uh, than the dunk contest. But we definitely want to, um, we want to hop in those festivities. Plus, my boy D Murph from the Why Not Sports Podcast, he said he'll be out here. So I got a link up. We might do a show out here in L.A. and La La Land. You know what I'm saying? The D Murph and uh, BTG Open Runs. We might cross paths and do a show. So that'll be dope. Uh, got a link up and do that. And what's next? Oh, so one of the things that I wanted to talk about was um, one of my Christmas presents that my cousin bought me. She bought me a basketball book. It's called Basketball and Other Things, a collection of questions asked, answered, and illustrated. So I thought it was an interesting book. The cover looks dope. The cover has um, Julius Irvin, has Duncan on there, um, Shaq, Bird, LeBron James, and you got Magic over there in the corner. I see Teen Wolf. I see a squid. I see MJ and some warm-up. It's just something. It's it's one of those books that has a lot of information to it, along with some jokes. But I want to run through. I want to run through some of the... um, Some of the things that's going to be inside this book. You know, I'm going to go through the table of contents. And read some of these chapters. So we have what year was Michael Jordan the best version? What year was Michael Jordan the best version of Michael Jordan? So they got things, they got questions like this. Who is your memory hero? What happened? What happened in the moment before the moment? Um, let's see. If you could dunk on anyone, any one person, who would it be? Which NBA player's legacy is the most greatly affected if we give him the championship he never won. See, that's dope. Because the first person that comes to mind is Charles Barkley or Patrick Ewing. You know what I mean? Uh, What attributes make for the best basketball villain? Who's the first ballot selection uh, for the Basketball Villain Hall of Fame? There's a lot of questions in here that just leads to a whole gang of shows. So... Uh, I want to introduce this book because majority of my shows is going to come from this goddamn book. This book is goddamn awesome. I haven't even dove in it yet. I'm still in the table of contents. Uh, what's the most? Look, this one right here is going to set shit on fire. What's the most important NBA championship? Part one and part two and a part three. 
So basketball court, who's more important to the history of basketball, Allen Iverson or Dwayne Wade? Like they got shit like this. This shit is crazy in this book. So I remember telling y'all uh, last year in 2017, late, that the sports show is going to be upgraded, and this book is going to help. Like the, the yo, the craziest questions in this book, man. Um, let me see one more. If 1997 Carmelo and a bear swap places for a season, who would be more successful? Crazy shit like that. You know what I mean? Um, let me see. Let me pick one more. Let me pick one more. Let me pick one more. How many points should a shot actually be worth? Now, see, in the hood, when we play one-on-one, you know, usually we go by ones up to like, you know, 9, 11, 13. There's always an odd number. 21 or something like that. Like, 21 is even different in different places. You know, the 21 out here. Like, even out here, there's different versions of 21. You know, you had a 21 where um, you got to shoot the you gotta shoot the three to end the game. Uh, is a 21 where you got to have... Um, where, I mean, it could be considered two points, so you can shoot it if you have 19. It's, it's crazy, you know what I'm saying? Or if you have if you have 20, if you have 20 and someone, you know, make it, then you go back to 15. It's all kind of different rules and shit like that. If you're running fives, we really, we usually go uh, play by ones. There's ones and twos. I've been in some games where they go twos and threes. It's the same fucking thing. I think they just want the points. I don't know. I, that shit is weird. But um, but yeah, man. Um, I, I I love this book. This is probably one of the best gifts that I've ever gotten in a long, long time. So again, the book is called Basketball and Other Things: A Collection of Questions Asked, Answered, and Illustrated. Is by Shay Sereno, illustrated by Arturo Torres, foreword by Reggie Miller. Dope book, man. Dope book. I haven't even gotten all into it, but um, it's still a dope book from what I'm reading from the uh, table of contents. And on the back of the book, it always it's always the message by the author, and it says, this book is made up of 33 chapters. Each chapter is a different basketball question that needs to be answered. Some of them are obviously crucial. For example, what's the most important NBA championship? Like I said, we're going to talk about that. And some of them are secretly crucial. Example, was Kobe Bryant a dork? But all of them are approached in, in ways that are smart, fun, and a nuanced. There are illustrations throughout the book that... <clears throat> There are some charts. There are some charts in it too. Also, you should know ahead of time that some of the pieces go a bit sideways sometimes. Like the chapter that ends, that ends up just being the script of an action movie, or the other chapter that's actually just a bunch of lists and nothing else. Basketball is fun, Shay. So, yeah, man, I'm I'm going to look in. I'm a, I'm gonna start reading this book. Uh, I might skip some chapters. I don't know if I'm just going to just go, you know, you know, one by one back to back. I might just skip through the book and, and look at certain topics, especially the most important championship, because I want to know actually what 
what he really, you know, like, what is he really asking? What answer does he really want from that? You know, what's the most important championship to what, basketball? I don't know. I got a few. I got a few important championships out there. I want to say the Lakers versus Boston, any of those. I want to say the Bulls versus Utah. Um, again, the Lakers versus the Pistons. I think those are very important championships. Um, yeah, so we'll see, man. This is your boy, BTG. Happy New Year. It's 2018. Again, the sports world, we made it. To me, this is the... Um, this is the probably like the third quarter in the sports world. We got NFL playoffs coming up. The end of the, the end of the season was uh, on Sunday, so we got the NFL playoffs, which I'll be talking about, you know, in the future. We have, uh, I mean, you know, March will be here in, in in three more months, two three more months. We'll have March Madness. And uh, of course, next week we'll have the national championship. So we'll have a winner. We'll have a winner by the next episode. All right, it's your boy BTG. Overall with BTG, thanks for lacing it up with me. Uh, we're gonna get more in depth with this book and with basketball. I see y'all next time, man. Hey, and if you shoot it and you make it, don't swing the rock when you get the ball the next time. You shoot that bitch again. <laughs>